thinking sideways. I don't understand. Does not compute. You never know. What? Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Well, hi there. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I'm Devin. I'm Steve. I'm Joe. And we're going to definitely solve a mystery tonight. We are? Hell yeah. Don't you think we're going to solve this one? Mm-hmm. Mm. You don't think so? <laughs> Based on the name, <laughs> not so much. Okay. I'm well, sorry to be a naysayer, but I That's uh, fair. Yeah, I got reservations tonight. That's fair. It's uh, So we're doing uh, this case. It's called uh, Jane Doe 245 UFVA. It's a really sexy name, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when you dress it up. Rolls what, what, off the tongue. What kind of parents would name their kid that? <laughs> <laughs> I... So, yeah, I mean, you know, let's just get into it. Uh, our story starts on December 18th, 1996 in the Pleasant Valley Memorial Park which is a small cemetery in Annandale, Virginia. That's how you say that name, right? Annandale? Sounds yeah, just yeah. like the Steely Dan song. Yeah. Annandale, yeah. 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 Um, the body of an unidentified woman is found in the part of the cemetery that's designated for children's graves. And now, this is one of the things. I, I heard this thing about, uh, about this cemetery, and I didn't know that cemeteries typically had segregated children's sections. I think smaller cemeteries often do... This is a, it's a, it's in a smaller town. Well, and isn't the this cemetery is old? Yeah. No, actually, it's not. Well, the cemetery itself is old. This area, specifically where she was found, was near more very recent graves. Oh, okay. No, actually, um, I, I I did a little research on the cemetery. They've got a web page. Oh yeah. Yeah, they didn't start the cemetery until 1963. Oh, well, that's yeah. old to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 but yeah, it was it was somebody's estate. Apparently, somebody you know, some very wealthy person lived there, and their estate sold it to developers who created the cemetery. Right. I think in smaller places they often do that. Yeah. I don't know if they had an unnaturally high rate of infant mortality there or anything like that. They needed um, that. I don't really know why they had that area, but they did. Okay. They found two fifty-dollar bills. One was for the corner, and one was for the cemetery. And they both had the note with them, a note with them, that read, "Deceased by own hand. Prefer no autopsy. Please order cremation with funds provided." Thank you, Jane Doe. So first mm. off, that's a little weird. She signed it, Jane signed Doe. Signed Jane Doe. Yeah. Doesn't want an autopsy, and really fifty dollars. For cremation? Yeah. That's, uh, obviously, she had to cremate everybody for a long, long time. It's yeah. price has gone up. Yeah, a little bit. So, uh, all right. It's, it's already a little bit weird. Yeah, that's unusual. Right? So, she had apparently taken some Valium and consumed a sizable amount of brandy. Um, her blood alcohol level was 0.14. Mm-hmm. 0.08 is, ta- is, is, is the legal, the legal limit. drunk limit, usually. Yeah. So, that's, that's a lot of brandy. Yeah. Especially brandy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Of the alcohols, you think, oh, I could drink a lot of that. Brandy? Mm. Yeah, believe it or not, some people like that stuff. Maybe. I don't, I, I don't know. So in addition to the brandy that they found in the site, I think it was like near her hand or something. I don't, it was unclear. It wasn't part of her knapsack findings. Oh, okay. Um, they found her knapsack and it had two empty juice bottles, a roll of masking tape, a Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck cassette, a Monty Python and the Holy Grail cassette, 
She had a portable tape player and headphones, um, and the headphones were on her head over her ears, and she had been listening to a recording of comedians Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner doing their 2,000-year-old man routine. Sir, is it true that you are 2,000 years old? Oh, boy. Yes. You are too... Th- uh, it's hard to believe, sir, because in the history of man, nobody's ever lived more than 167 years as the man from Peru would claim to be. Uh, but you claim to be 2,000. Yes, I'll be... I'm not yet. I'll be... <laughs> I'll be uh, 2,000 October 16th. <laughs> You'll be so she wanted so, to have a fun time. Yeah, this is... It's kind of... You know, they're all comedies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She seems to kind of be feeling... Trying to feel better about herself or something. So this is another, like, uh, put-offy thing about this case. So she had, they found her, the headphones were on, the tape presumably had been playing, but she'd killed herself by putting a plastic bag over her head, over the headphones, and taping it shut and suffocating herself while she listened to a comedy cassette tape player. And this is, this is a, that's kind of a weird... Difficult way to kill yourself. I would yeah, say. I was <laughs> just thinking the same thing. Uh, putting tape around your own neck can't be easy. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I agree with that. I wouldn't think that'd be that hard, but but actually, like just laying there and suffocating without tearing the bag off your head. Well, I think part of that is the Valium and brandy, mm-hmm. right? I think that probably helped a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if she was just really, really drunk and really high on Valium, maybe she just fell asleep and just never woke up. But I this this is one of the things that raises some red flags for people mm. in this case partnered especially with the like very weird suicide note mm-hmm. that comes along with it yeah. and we'll get to this of course later next to her there was a clear plastic sheet on the ground and next to the sheet there was an eight inch Christmas tree that um, was set up it wasn't just like falling on the ground it was set up and it had gold balls and red ribbon and they also found a poem written on a typewriter that read now i lay me down to sleep soon to drift off to the eternal deep and though i die and shall not wake sleep will sleep sweeter will be than this life i forsake weird which starts out like the now i lay me down to sleep yeah, I pray that exactly I keep and a google search of this phrase yields no results except for things pertaining to this case so she was uh, kind of a poet then. Maybe. So she made this up. Maybe, yeah. Mm. And she had access to a typewriter. I uh, yeah, well, in 1996 in like rural Virginia, but that's maybe not so weird. Mm. Well, it's not weird, but when you think about it, I mean, she she didn't appear to be from around the area cuz nobody reported her missing from well, the, the immediate area. That's true, but nobody reported her missing from any area. Well, she could have been reported missing from somewhere else or and they just never tied the two together. That's, yeah. Or maybe she was never reported missing. Yeah, and um, again, we'll get yeah. You know, yeah. to more of that. But that's true, you know, a typewriter or, you know, something. The the um, deceased by own hand letter was also written on a typewriter. I guess it could have been a computer. I don't, you know, I don't mm. know. I would say if if it was done with a typewriter, they would specifically say a typewriter. Yeah. Because a typewriter leaves an impression in paper right. that a printer, even an old dot matrix printer, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to replicate. Yeah, they mm. do. They specify... Or some people specify, I should be clear, some people specify that the Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep was on a typewriter. Others don't. And nobody specifies about the deceased by own hand letter. 
being huh. typewritten or not, or yeah. handwritten or uh, not. Well, I saw some pictures of some of her personal facts, and there was mm -hmm. a picture of the typewritten note. Now mm -hmm. I lay me down to sleep. I didn't yeah. see any picture of, Nor did it, I. of the deceased by own hand, note, yeah. so I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. That's okay. So already it's like a little weird. So let's talk about her clothes and jewelry. Okay. Because it's also weird. At least I think it's weird. Let's have it. All right. So she was wearing a teal all-weather Eddie Bauer hooded jacket, which was sized medium. These are important, by the way. Sized medium. Uh, she was wearing a navy blue sweater, sized large. Red sweater, a red sweater, sized extra large. A red sleeveless silk shirt, sized petite large. A navy blue knit wool pants, size large. Black loafers, size medium. And all of those clothes are clothes that you would find at like an upscale, kind of like Saks Fifth Avenue is what they've been tossing around. Yeah. Or, or they... you might find them also at a Goodwill. Because you'll find lots of new clothes at Goodwill. And the thing about the Goodwill is you'll find something really cool that you like, but it's never in your size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. And isn't it that uh, the all of them were... You said they came from like Saks Fifth Ave or something, mm -hmm. so and they were all nicer brands. Yeah, yeah. Or were they all the same brand basically? Uh, yeah, except for the Eddie Bauer jacket, everything was kind of the same size. Okay, the same or, size. So, I'm sorry, the same brand. Got it, got it. Okay. Um, but they're all weird sizes, mm -hmm. you know. So that's something that piques a lot of people's interests. Um, and I know Joe, you had expressed some interest in this that. You, where do you get these things? You get them from the Saks Fifth Avenue. You get them firsthand, or you get them at Goodwill, right? Yeah. People talk about the brand being indicative of her being more well off. Mm-hmm. Um, but other people talk about maybe she just had a thing for this brand and got them all at. I mm -hmm. I never saw anything in the reading and the research that talked about the condition of the clothes. Did you ever come across anything like that? No. Because that, that would be something to me. I would wonder if they're in really good condition. That mm -hmm. would indicate she bought them new. Mm -hmm. If they weren't in the best of condition or a little threadbare in spots, that would say that she bought them at a secondhand store. Yeah. So well, I, I, I'm surprised that this has never come out. Yeah. Although, you, you know, I found stuff at, like at Goodwill and stuff that lo looked almost new. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you find stuff there that somebody gets for their present or they buy it and they never wear it and they finally mm -hmm. get rid of it. So That's I'm, true. Yeah. It's, it's entirely possible. But That's definitely true. So yeah. they also, she also has um, some jewelry. There was a small gold watch that she was wearing as a guest watch, which isn't cheap. I mean, you know, it's not like the most luxurious luxurious of brands, but those watches are like a couple hundred bucks usually. Well, in 96, especially was still 96, really popular. Yeah. And a 14 karat gold ring that had four jade stones in it. Mm -hmm. Um, she also had a metal bead chain uh, with a medic alert, you know, those medical yeah. tags or whatever. Uh, and it said no code DNR, no penicillin. So another thing that people are talking about, right, is that she's a Jane Doe, but often you can trace these things, these medical, uh, the medical tags. alerts. That's that's yeah. Do they are they actually numbered? We'll They're see. not. They're, you can okay. order them from wherever you want, especially uh, okay. like when we're getting into the '90s. You just order like a dog tag with whatever on it. They're mm. not. There's no medical issuance of these things you might actually be able to find one at the goodwill you probably could. <laughs> yeah so 
you know, you shouldn't be laughing. Well, no, yeah. you, I mean, it is. You could you could get all these things at the Goodwill, probably, but you also might get them because you are well off and you like spending money. So this mm-hmm. is another part of the mystery, right? Is that either she's a well off older woman, uh-huh. or she's like kind of a vagrant transient kind of person who just got a bunch of stuff at the Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Including just, a typewriter. Because, and I mean, including a typewriter. If you're a transient, right. where exactly, how exactly do you get access to a typewriter and paper to the library? You think? No, uh, I don't. Think so. <laughs> no. no, I don't. I do like the look on your face, though. Which, <laughs> really? I can see Joe go, huh, i got to go to the library. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen a typewriter in a while. It'd be kind of cool to see one again. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do live in Portland, Oregon, so it should yeah, be that hard. They yeah, are everywhere. Yeah. You will find them. So, I, you know, the other thing that really gets me about this case is that she's never been identified. They have her DNA on record. They have her fingerprints on record. They have her dental record. But... You would think that somebody somewhere would have a record of this woman, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with all that information. And it was the 90s. It's not like this is like the bad version of all those things from the 50s, right? Yeah. It's the yeah. 90s. It's Yeah, you would think good. that information would but, be spread a little easier. Well, yeah, the thing about it is, is like, like say, with her DNA, um, you still have to find somebody that, you know, to match her to. Sure, but Somebody things like fingerprints, to... though, right? Fingerprints? Well, she was probably never arrested or fingerprinted, so, right? That's a good point. I so. guess. There's only, I mean, people think, in this day and age, we get fingerprinted more often than people did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the bank, you got to give a fingerprint for certain checks, or for jobs, mm-hmm. or for whatever, where, as before, I think it was, like Joe said, if you were booked into the system... Mm-hmm. For variety of reasons, or if you had some high security clearance job, mm-hmm. they'd have your fingerprints on file. But otherwise, they're not there. I guess that's true. I don't. Yeah, I don't think about that. You know, like I, you go get a job, and they say, "Okay, we got to get your fingerprints." Uh huh. And that's just normal discourse these days. Today it is. But yeah. But I guess that's fair. That that's that's fairly new. Yeah. So, um, and dental and, records. Yeah. Cause, yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, unless you have somebody that you're trying to match it to, it's like a needle in a haystack. Same yeah. with DNA. So, yeah. so someday if somebody comes forward and says, Hey, we think this might be our aunt Nettie or something like that, then you can, mm-hmm. you can use the DNA then to solve the whole problem. Yeah. But that's about it. Huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. Ah, I was so on it. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, Oh, I guess the other thing I should mention is that pretty much nobody thinks she was a drifter. Though she was likely not from that area, people don't think that she was just like a vagrant that happened along in this area. Everybody seems to think that it was fairly intentional that she traveled to this spot and died Mm. there. Yeah, I don't think, you know, for example, the jewelry, I don't think your typical homeless person has, you know, expensive 14 karat gold jade yeah i don't think so either no not yeah. typically and i don't think yeah. that most people donate things like a 14 carat jade ring to, to goodwill. goodwill yeah you know i think <laughs> no, that's the not. big hitch in that theory maybe it was her wedding ring or something but most people if you're going to get rid of that you're going to pawn it at least yeah maybe she got it at a pawn shop i don't know yeah maybe uh, another really popular way to get rid of stuff like that is to have it stolen from you that yeah. happens a lot that's true that's so. definitely true uh, you know and the other thing is how did she get to the cemetery mm-hmm. did she take a cab so don't you think that like a cabbie would remember if he gave a ride to a woman who had 
like a Christmas tree with her. Oh well, yeah, but but you know, there's two things. She had a backpack. The backpack was big enough to hold the the eight inch tall Christmas tree. But also, yeah, yeah she that's might true. have she might have also gotten the Christmas tree at the cemetery. If they if somebody came in and put a little Christmas tree on their child's grave, for example, that's true. You know, because it was that time of year. Yeah, she might have decided, oh, that's kind of cheery. I'm going to go grab that one, lay it next to me while I kill myself. Yeah. Yeah, well, she did a lot of weird things while she killed herself. Well, so. and, and how big is this town? Do you know the basic, the approximate population of the town? I did. I, yeah, I did a little research because I was curious about how she got there too. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, so I did a little research, and I was it was inconclusive. Like, I did googling on bus lines between Annandale and Fairfax, Virginia. That's exactly where I was going. Was yeah. is there any kind of public transportation in the area? Yeah, and uh, I was not able to establish the existence. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I was not able to establish it. And that was just a government website. There might be private lines that mm-hmm. run too, but I, I couldn't find any any indication that there's a line that runs between those two towns, for sure, example. Sure, sure. Hmm. But, you know, um, doesn't mean they don't. It's a, sure. it's a fairly populous part of the country, mm-hmm. and I, I would think that there would be some sort of transportation options. But yeah, or rail. But, and, you know, and I don't know how close proximity this cemetery is to a rail station. Uh, I looked at the uh, I, I looked at the Google map of it mm-hmm. and everything, and the, the aerials and everything, and I saw there are plenty of roads around there, mm-hmm. major, major thoroughfares, but no rail lines to speak of. Interesting, yeah. yeah so you're take, she's going to walk, take a cab, mm-hmm. maybe a bicycle. Oh, a bicycle. Probably not a bicycle. Why do we always forget about bicycles? I know. I don't know. They're antiquated. No. Yeah. No, we live in Portland. They're everywhere, <laughs> yeah. just They're like typewriters. Um, so there are a couple theories. There are some that are really interesting, some that are boring and mundane. All of them are equally viable at this point. Okay. Truly. I mean, unfortunately, given the information that we have, everything is kind of on the same playing field. Okay, let's have it. Um, so one of the first fairly mundane theories is that she was a cancer patient that had gone into relapse. And was just tired of fighting. Hmm. Um, it would help explain the do not resuscitate. Uh huh. Um, and people get there from the fact that in the picture of her, uh, her hair is very short, and they say that it reminds them of somebody who had gone through chemo and her, their hair was growing back. Mm-hmm. I don't put a lot of stock into that theory. A woman of her age, from the time period that she grew up in, a lot of older women cut their hair short. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, especially of that age. Yeah, it's too bad. They, I, I, I don't know how thorough the autopsy was. You would think that there was no autopsy. I thought there was because yeah. I, I, I had read that in Virginia, it's required, and when there's a suicide, it's mm-hmm. required to have a suicide or to have a, everything an that I found said that they honored her request for no autopsy. All I know, I haven't done my research on like the Virginia law on autopsies and suicide, mm, yeah. but as far as I know, and as far as everybody on the internet talking about this knows, and according to the official report, they honored her n- no note request. Mm, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Which about, makes, yeah. you know, this is a great, it's a great segue into one of the other theories that there is, is that this was actually a murder. Yeah, what? That's, well, that's no, actually, yeah. that's that's actually what I was thinking. Yeah, is that it was a murder. Um, wait, wait, pay, flesh this out a little bit for me. Yeah, so I mean, what a better way to get away with murder, right? You take somebody out into like this kind of weird environment, okay? And I don't know, or maybe she was meeting somebody, or maybe you know, there's a lot of different scenarios in which this plays out. But essentially, what happens is you kill this woman somehow, and then you leave a hundred dollars behind with a note that says oh by the way don't perform an autopsy 
and then you leave and they don't perform an autopsy and you get away scot-free. Yeah. Maybe you poison her. Maybe you injected her with poison and then fed booze to her and Valium before she actually died. She dies. You wrap a thing around her head. But I don't know. Well, you know, it's, I, was, I was just going to say it's more plausible to me to believe that somebody could give her booze and Valium and maybe even mix the Valium in with the booze so she's not even aware that she's taking Valium. Mm-hmm. And then when she passes out or goes to sleep because of that, you just lay her out nicely and tie the plastic bag over her head, and she suffocates. And to me, that's more plausible than somebody you know, getting really high on Valium and booze and then wrapping a plastic bag around their own head. That's very nefarious. I would say so. And why do you always go there? Why is it always you that goes to this this oh. Murder, murder. Yeah, I know. you're I know. all about murder. So... This doesn't make me feel very comfortable. No, yeah. no. I'm sad that I'm the one sitting next to him today. It yeah. scares me. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and then just for the fun of it, of course, you can, you can plant a lot of mysterious clues around, like a Jeff Foxworthy tape. <laughs> so, okay, you're just like feeding into all of my theories today. It's yeah. fine. So that's actually one of the other theories is that this woman was really like an amateur sleuth herself, mm. decided she didn't want to live anymore for whatever reason. None of the, the thing about all these theories is that none of them are like really well flushed out. Like all of them are like... These are just people making, co- they just, coming up with their own ideas. Yeah, and they just kind of pertain to like one aspect. They, nothing explains the whole thing. Well, none of this really. stuff is connected, so I can right. understand why. So the theory is that she was an amateur sleuth of some kind, or knew somebody who was an amateur sleuth, or whatever, and decided I'm going to kill myself, and totally plan a lot of weird stuff around me, and it's going to, you know, or it's going to be clues. Maybe it was, like, all part of an elaborate something. The person who was supposed to get the message got the message, right? And, I mean, we've we've kind of talked about ideas like this before with... Um, like the guy in, in, in Australia. In Australia, yeah, the that, like, that... may have faked a UFO sighting because he was UFO enthusiast, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I think there are people like this, certainly in life. Who knows if that's what this is? Like, or like not. Tom and Shoot, Tom and Shoot, or whatever his name was. Yeah, I'm sure he oh, was yeah, the yeah. same way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You do think that about him. Mm, yeah, I know but you do. Uh, yeah. Although the, the problem I have with this theory is, it, it's that if I were the, so inclined and I wanted to kill myself, what I would do is I would leave a lot of really strange clues, and I would kill myself, but I would make it look like murder. And then my murder would be an enduring mystery. And my name would be attached to it, so my name would be all over the internet. I wouldn't just be John Doe. Right, so that was, I guess, one of the other things that people were talking about, or at least that I think with this whole thing, is that if you're just leaving a fun mystery behind, why hide your identity? Why not take credit for it? Yeah, Because the, the part of the mystery is that you don't know who she is. If they knew who she was... But she left all these strange things behind. Why did she have the Christmas tree? Why did she have the uh, the Jeff Foxworthy tape mm-hmm. and and the uh, and Monty Python? Mm-hmm. Well, that would just be an odd footnote in her file. Oh, uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Nobody would say, "Oh, well, you remember Marge? Marge, you know, had all these things." No, that and why did she do that? That would not pique people's interest enough mm-hmm. because there's there's a larger mystery here, which is who is she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is she? had the the holy grail small mystery low on the list yeah the christmas tree all that stuff but you know actually what this reminds me of more than anything is uh, the da vinci code did you guys ever read that oh book? yeah yeah, yeah. I did. and remember that like like at the beginning the museum curator is his has been 
has been shot or stabbed or whatever, and he's dying, but he quickly arranges his body in a strange way. He's pointing at various paintings and stuff like that. And, yeah. and left clues for Tom Hanks to, to decipher the mystery of what he was trying to tell them. Right. Maybe is... this is the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe it was just suicide letter in and of itself, mm-hmm. right, was that... Only the right person would know. Right. The what... people that really were important to her would know what was going on, and they would say, okay. We don't need to tell everybody the answer. Mm-hmm. Fine. Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's don't one know. of the many. Another question. I, I, there's got to be somebody on the internet who's, who's gotten a copy of that Jeff Foxworthy tape and played it backwards. And to it. <laughs> that wasn't the one she was listening to when she She was listening to the, yeah, the, the 2,000-year-old man one. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd play all this stuff backwards, and I'm sure the answer will be there. Yeah, I think probably that's true. All right. So the next theory is... My favorite one. Um, I like it a lot. Is that the Chupacabra one? (laughs) (laughs) No, No. it's not. It's the um, Marjorie West connection. Mm -hmm. So Marjorie West is a mystery in and of to herself. I don't think that we need to really go into a lot of details, but suffice to say that she's a girl who is still classified as endangered missing. She's not been classified as presumed dead Mm -hmm. yet, which is interesting. She was born in 1933 and disappeared in 1938 uh, when she was four years old. And so here are the pictures of her. That's a long time to be just listed as missing missing. endangered. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so especially look at this one, right? This is a very cute little girl. We'll post these pictures, of course. She looks a little bit like Shirley Temple. Mm -hmm. She's got... Red curly hair and blue eyes, and then look at the Jane Doe picture again. I feel like they look a lot alike. I feel like their jawlines are very similar. They've got very similar colored hair and textured hair. I can't tell what color this woman's eyes are, but I feel they look very similar. Do you I, see it? Well, yeah, no, it's hard. It's lot, hard because it's like sixty years difference. It's right? sixty years difference, and here's the other thing that that bugs me is that. We, I haven't seen a photo of our, our Jane Doe. What you have there is a, a reconstruction of what she looks like. So it's not an actual photo of her. You know, that, that's a little, that makes it a little hard to, to decide if that's 100% accurate to apply against a photograph. Mm. I, I, and that's fair. I guess I just assume it's like a fairly accurate recreation, reconstruction. Well, and mm. I'm sure that it, it's relatively or fairly accurate. That's a good word to use. Because, but it's not a photograph. So that's it's, true. But the point of this is that it looks as close as they could possibly get to mm. what she looks like for identification purposes. Well, now the thing about it is, uh, what's what's Marjorie's last name? West. Marjorie West. You know, if somebody really wanted to check this out, it'd be fairly easy to do because she still has, I'm sure, living relatives. Yes. And yeah. it would be easy to do a DNA check and actually find out. Yeah, so that's one people. of the things, because this is just an internet, quote, internet theory. It doesn't seem like the authorities are really buying it, which mm-hmm. is fair. Yeah. And <clears throat> DNA tests are kind of expensive. I yeah. mean, Murray does them all the time, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, uh, yeah, if maybe... But the... she has a living sister that they use f- to show, like, what she might look like because they say they looked a lot alike. But there's a picture of her when she, like, a year after uh, Marjorie disappeared, and I don't think they look that much alike at all. I don't think The pictures do of that little girl and this woman, mm-hmm. I but don't she think was, they look. She was older 
too, wasn't she? A couple of years, yeah. yeah. Marjorie disappeared in 1938. Uh, she would have been 63 in 1996, which is the approximate age they gave for this woman. Mm-hmm. They look a lot alike. She was found in the infant place, which a lot of people and I kind of agree that it could be a sort of mourning for her own lost childhood, whatever happened to her. How old was Marjorie when she was uh, when she disappeared? Four. Well, it's 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 pretty well known that children that are that young that get abducted tend to not remember their families. Sure. So unless she, you know, went through years of psychotherapy or uh, what is the other one, hypnosis mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I again, I, I hate to to poo poo this on you, but it, it's that's again that seems like a really a big reach to me. I guess, although I wouldn't say that hypnosis and psychotherapy are the only way that you can unearth hidden memories. True, but let, you know how many cases are there where people come forward and say, "I just remembered suddenly that you know this priest was doing bad things to me," and that's just totally and you're of my own right, That does happen. So you know, I think it's a fairly compelling theory that maybe you know she went on and had her own life and whatever happened and that's fine and then mm. you know well, in her 60s was suddenly like oh my gosh but you know i have, I have two problems with this theory number one sure. is that people um, for some reason seem to think there might be a connection but to me it's like it's like an amazing coincidence that we've got these two mysteries at bookending this person's life um that's kind of a and and the other thing is that supposedly she was abducted and somebody raised her basically. Marjorie? Uh, yeah, Marjorie. That's not. Uh, and, and yeah, there's or, not really any good theories on what happened to her. Actually. Yeah, but she lived for but she lived for another um, another fifty nine years. Yeah. After she was abducted. Yeah. And and that time she had to have formed relationships with people. People would know her, so some of those people at least would have you would think reported her missing. Yeah, you would think that. Yeah, but I you mean, would so. think that anybody would report somebody missing. And mm-hmm. again, right? the crowning mystery in this whole thing is nobody knows, and nobody is, seems to have said, "Oh, this lady went missing, and this is who she is." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there there's some ways to do it. I mean, there's 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 people out there like say if, if her husband had died, saying they'd had no kids. Or maybe their kids had died or whatever, and they didn't have too many remaining family or friends or anything like that. And she decided to just go off and kill herself. She could just say something on the order of, you know, I'm going to move back to the East Coast and live with my relatives. So throw me a going away party, and I'm going to miss you guys and goodbye. And I'll send you a postcard once in a while, and then just leave, and and nobody knows and where then you've gone to. Everybody goes, why didn't you arrive? Everybody, yeah. everybody loses touch, but no, none of those people are going to file a missing missing persons report That's just because you haven't sent him a letter recently. That's true. You're just reading ahead is what's happening here oh, on our theory. Were you going to talk about that? No. <laughs> I was going to talk about my other favorite theory that people have, which I think is probably the most explanatory of them all. Okay. You know, 63, that's about when husbands start to pass away. Yep. And one of the things um, that medical examiners noticed, because they did, while they did not do an invasive autopsy, they did examine her body. Mm-hmm. She had a C-section scar, so she did have children mm-hmm. at one point. So it's this sort of poetic idea of they didn't have any family, really. She had her husband. They had a baby, and it died. She was fine with it as long as he was alive. They tried again and again and again. It didn't happen. This is a really flushed out story. Let's be honest. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. This is you're embellishing. I'm embellishing. Yeah, you know, a little bit. But her husband dies. She's depressed about that. 
and relapses into depression about her dead baby 30 odd years ago and decides to kill herself, has one last Christmas with the family and then kills herself. Mm-hmm. Well, and I could, I, I can see some credence in that. Now the, she's in the children's section because she lost a child. Mm-hmm. I don't know per se that that I would follow along with that. I mean, it's quite plausible that she, I mean, obviously she's got the scar, so she had at least one child, mm-hmm. might not have died as a baby or a toddler. It might have grown up to be an adult who then died as a young adult. That's true. Although oh. what I know about parents is that to them, their baby is always a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so but what, I, what I'm saying or what I'm getting at is her being in the, that section of the graveyard mm-hmm. is not necessarily indicative of she lost her child while it was a infant. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I, I also agree with that. So, I don't necessarily I, think it was like baby died, you know, whatever. Yeah. That was my embellishment on that story. Okay, okay. I'm just you know, so let's just share. say, all right, they had a kid and it died at some point. At some point, I think it's more plausible to believe that uh, it might be that that was just the remotest corner of the cemetery or the darkest with the least street lighting, and that her murderers decided that would be the optimal mm-hmm. place to do her in. Joe's sure it's a murder. Joe is positive oh, yeah. it's a murder. <laughs> He's really oh, yeah. sure. He is. Mm-hmm. I I'm out of theories. Uh, you know, this one, it's, there's just, it's odd. The mm-hmm. only thing that I can think of, of the stories that we've been given that I like mm-hmm. is the amateur sleuth angle. Yeah. It's the only one that I'm of like, course well, you I can see that one yeah. happen. <laughs> of course you do. Of yeah. course I do. Of course. That makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've talked about, I like the Marjorie one and I, and I, I recognize that I pretty much only like that for like the really poet poetic symmetry mm-hmm. that it yeah. gives, you know, that this girl disappears and then is also, you know, dies in mysterious circumstances. They're nice bookends. Is it really that feasible? Probably not. No, yeah. but you know, this is one of those stories that you kind of get to pick whatever theory you like because chances are good. It's never going to be solved. Mm. And you know, for me to believe in my heart, probably neither of these mysteries are going to be solved. So it's very easy for me to be able to say, oh, no, that's totally what happened there. And nobody's really ever going to be able to tell me otherwise. So there you go. So cool. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I feel about it. So anyway, uh, to, to solve the mystery, yes, her name really is Jane Doe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, you know, that's the my favorite joke that I came across was that people were like, wow, maybe her name was actually Jane Doe. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to be named Jane Doe, right? There are you know, a bunch of real Jane Doe's out yeah. there. You know, actually, yeah, let me get my phone book. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Is one of those ones. I guess I've been kind of on a streak of, like, kind of unsolvable mysteries. <laughs> yeah, that's like... It's uh, my, like, wheelhouse right now. Yeah, yeah need, you a need, bunch of them are like that, yeah, but it's yeah. okay. You need to come up with ones that we can actually solve, though. Okay, next yeah. week, maybe. But I, I do think we've pretty definitively established that this was indeed a murder. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. So if you'd like to see the pictures that we were talking about and debating, they're going to, of course, be on the website. That's thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You can also listen to our show there, or you can listen to our show on iTunes, which you are probably doing. If you are doing that, if you would take the time to give us a rating and a comment, it's much appreciated. I know, I know, I don't rate or comment any of the podcasts I listen to, so it's a big ask, but just do it for me. 
Because we're friends. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do it, are. Do it for yeah. me, too. So uh, you can also stream us on Stitcher if you forget to download and you're just craving something in sideways, because I know all of you are. Hell yeah. Constantly going Absolutely. through, you know, withdrawal Millions all the people. time. Um, like us on Facebook, and you can always send us an email um, if you have theories about this, if you just want to share something, if you have story ideas. Thinking Sideways Podcast at gmail.com. And I think we actually have a couple yeah, we do. things to share yeah. off of well, our people, web. People web. send us people actually send us all kinds of mail. And occasionally we pick a few good ones off the top of the heap. There, <laughs> there are a couple really good ones this week, actually. Yeah, yeah no. So I, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. No, cool. I, I totally got this one. So we got an uh, email from a guy uh, named Denzel who uh, lives down in uh, Stockton, California. Denzel. Oh. Must and, be Denzel the actor. Uh, Denzel I, Washington. I, Denzel! I wish you was yeah. but no it's not <laughs> no. Uh, but he says what's up tsp I, I love that we've already got an abbreviation TSP. yeah tsp yeah mine is also got a great salutation so yes uh but he says uh he said he he's a, a freelance illustrator and so he spends his job every day is you know sitting down and, and doing illustrations and so he's listening to headphones you know we are the perfect outlet for that so yeah. we can concentrate on something else i was gonna say good mindless listening yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> is that a backhanded compliment? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, he did he did share with us a little something funny, and I know I shared you with this with you, Joe, and I know you enjoyed this. Is uh, he was saying that he was listening to the Dyatlov Pass uh, incident episode. Let me go ahead and get this right. I still remember my favorite joke. Uh, Joe said it was the chupacabra who opened the tent, lit a cigarette, stood there. The hikers, struck with fear of secondhand smoke, ripped their way out of the tent and fled. <laughs> yeah. That was a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a good joke. He evidently laughed so hard he almost messed up his work. So uh, way, uh, way to go, you know, causing the guy more work. Hey, no, he, uh, Thanks, Denzel. Glad you appreciated the yeah, joke. He, <laughs> he enjoyed it and he had some uh, some interesting theories about what else could have caused it and we went back and forth on a couple emails and he's given us a couple of uh story ideas Mm -hmm. which i really like which are not things that we'd normally do but we're definitely going to have to look into some of these yeah and they seem like yeah they seem like they're going to be big endeavors yeah they're they're not going to be easy but i think i think they're going to be fun be worth it yeah Mm -hmm. for sure well it's going to require like jetting to europe it's going to be kind of like the da vinci code yes we're on the da vinci did you like watch that movie recently or no actually i never watched the movie i read the book <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. How ignorant of me to imply that you uh, were watching a movie. I did both. Yeah. Um, so. so my listener mail that I like is uh, from a woman named Nancy, and she says, Hello, team. You guys, we're a team. We are Woo! the team. We're yeah. team awesome. So she really likes our podcast, too, because everybody hey, really thanks, likes Nancy. our podcast. But she had some things to say about Golbeki Tempe. Yeah. Which, of, like, who doesn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Her theories are... Pretty awesome. Let's be honest here. And actually, Steve, of course, thinks they're extra awesome. I do. They're a lot like his theory. Rock on. Um, Nancy thinks that maybe there was some kind of uh, caste system that happened in this society that built Golbeki Tempe and that they did some selective breeding, Mm -hmm. uh, which made them super intelligent. Even perhaps she said purging unwanted babies. Ew. Uh, there is precedence for that. As she mentions, there are a lot of tribes that there's proof of that happening in other times. Yeah. Anyways, so, you know, sh- and then there, of course, would have been an uprising or something. And she's got a lot of really cool theories about that. So I just wanted to give a little shout out to Nancy for these great theories because 
like stuff I hadn't really thought of. I'm sure Steve thought of it. Oh, of course. Steve mm-hmm. thinks about weird stuff like this all the time. All the time. But I didn't really think of it, so thanks for uh, pointing that out to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we will consider that next time. We might do a rerun of Go Becky Tempe. There's enough information. Yeah. Yes, we could do that one three times. We could do it. Yeah, at least. I guess send us an email if you want us to know all of your awesome theories, because there are better theories than we have out there. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. No, we oh, don't have them all. No. What we are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Marjorie West. Nah, not buying it. Murder. Bye, everybody. Boop.